What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Verify TV. I am your host, CB, and today we have a decent show for you guys, and we'll get into it right after this. Um, I was going through some personal things last week, so therefore I didn't um, bother to record or notify you guys, which is still bad, um, that I wasn't going to be releasing anything. But um, yeah, took care of the personal things, and then um, so that's taken care of. And now uh, I'm going to be releasing this. As soon as I finish editing it, um, it really don't take me much to edit because I don't have, I don't put any sound effects in my podcast or anything like that. Um, I just make sure I add the music and everything and then uh, make sure everything is clear and the, the audio is not terrible then I, I just release it to you guys. So that's what I'm going to do as soon as I'm finished with this. So yes, I do apologize. Um, I was going through some personal issues, so that's taken care of. So <clears throat> we're back. And of course, you know, we got to start the show off with Will Smith and slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. Um, yes, it's a week old, but man, nobody was talking. If you think about it, nobody was talking about the Oscars at all. Nobody was talking about the people who won an Oscar, unless your name was Will Smith, because he did win after the slap, and and he slapped Chris Rock because of a G.I. Jane joke, because um, Jada is suffering from alopecia, which I didn't know until afterwards, and but she's apparently been very open about it, and um, talking about it, because she been having real like um I guess issues mentally for it um with having to deal with alopecia and if you guys um don't know what alopecia is pretty much you just get balding in certain spots of your hair it could be multiple spots your hair just starts to you just start to lose hair and uh she says she got tired of seeing it so she just just shaved her head to all even, to low, 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 all even. Um, and that's when Chris Rock made the joke at the Academy Awards. You seen that first, uh, Will was laughing at first. And then I, you could see if you like quickly look at Jada, she didn't like the joke. And then I guess um, they, they the camera view went to Chris Rock and then that's when you uh, realized that um, Will Smith is going up there, and he slapped him. And if y'all watch the slap, which I'm pretty sure all of the world watched it by now, um, Chris Rock, he didn't do anything. He just stood there. And he was just like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And he just stood there and took the slap from my perspective, from our perspective, okay? But he came out later on an interview, which I saw on The View, that says that um, he was he's been doing the therapy, 
and I forget the name what it, the name of the diagnosis, but it's called um it it's a diagnosis to where he can't pick up on social cues. And that could be the main cause of him just sitting there and just not trying to defend himself, put a hand up, dodge to slap or anything like that. He just stood there without, you know, retaliating or trying to defend himself. And then you got to keep in mind, too, this guy, Chris Rock, he was bullied as a child. You got to keep in mind he was bullied as a child because, um, and he admits that. And people forget about his TV series, Everybody Hates Chris, which you pretty much know that it's based off of his lifestyle because he's narrating the whole damn thing. So he's been bullied a lot as a child. So this all has something to play into it. All has something to play into it. A lot of people are defending Will Smith. A lot of people are. Me, I kind of I kind of sit 50-50 on this, if you want me to be honest. Um, I will tell you why I do. We'll start off with that. I, I kind of feel like 50-50. Well, now, now that I get more, and let me think. Now that I'm thinking about it and I got a little bit more information, it's like 60-40. Okay? Uh, maybe 70-30. I don't know. But anyway... I kind of see him defending his wife. Hey, man, you know what you went too far. Everybody knows that she's been struggling and dealing with alopecia and her mental health and emotionally and all that, and you make a joke about it. I see that. So he defended his wife. The part that I don't agree with is him slapping Chris Rock in on national TV. He should have went backstage or whatever after he got this Academy Award. Hey, you wrong for that. Go apologize to my wife type deal. That's how grown men would have, would have took care of it, you know. But you got a lot of women, a lot of people, defending him for what he did, and I can't do, I can't, I can't get behind that. I understand standing up for your lady, but it's a certain way you have to do it, especially with a person of his. Um, Status, his his caliber, his 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 level uh, in society. I feel like that was just uncalled for, especially for a comedian. Now, if he's doing it to insult her, that's different. You go there, put your hands on, go ahead, defend your woman. But Chris Rock is a comedian. A comedian for a comedian, everything's on the table. They're gonna talk about everything. That's what they do. J. Cole said. All good jokes contain true shit, and it was a it was a truth. But it was he, on top of that, you got to keep in mind he is a comedian. Comedians talk about any and everything. Yes, they got to deal with the repercussions, which he clearly did this time. But to slap this man at the Oscars on national TV, I I just don't agree with that. But if he knew, if Chris Rock knew that Jada was going through alopecia and all this stuff, I kind of understand. All right? So that's why I say I'm a little on both both ends. Now, the other coin is um, I don't agree with it because for the simple fact that Jada and Will's um, 
relationship is a very unique one. All right? And my wife told me this. She's like, well, they're probably getting tired of people talking about their their relationship and their opinion and all this stuff. And he's probably fed up with it. That probably was his boiling point, which is why he slapped Chris Rock. And I said, okay, I can understand that. But at the same time, you guys are, they're celebrities, right? And you guys are having a Red Table Talk, which is Jada Pickett's Facebook uh, show, Facebook show. You guys are having a Red Table Talk, talking, putting all your business on the table, putting everything on Front Street. So what do you expect to happen? People are not just going to, oh, I, I, I see what you're saying, okay, and then just forget about it. People are going to have their opinion about what you're speaking about. They either going to agree or disagree. You know? Not everybody is just going to, nobody is going to just say, oh, okay, this is what they're going through. This is how their relationship is. And be still defending you. No, people are going to have their opinion. And for you to put your business out on Front Street, that's what you got to deal with. Otherwise, you keep it inside your four walls. That's how I feel. But, that being said, I feel like they, with their unique relationship, I feel like Will Smith shouldn't have never defended her. Yeah, that's your wife. But the thing I, I think Will Smith, he's simp. He's not. He, is he a simp? But Will Smith, he is head over heels for this woman, Jada. And I feel like Jada just dogged this man out. She talked about his, his his performance in bed. She talked about. She had an affair with August. She had um, all this other stuff happen. And she constantly, in my opinion, throwing Will Smith under the bus. And then, um, even though apparently they both got each other as far as cheating and all that stuff, but she is more egregious with her teardowns of Will Smith, in my opinion. And... Um, that's why I'm like, if bro, you better than me, because if after all that she done, after all that she said, I surely would have never felt. I would let her sit there and take that joke. Cause she and then Jada Smith came out, her own son is called his mama hoe. Come on now, you got Willow Smith writing letters to Tupac. And you already know how she feel about Tupac. And Will Smith got to live up to that. So it's like, why would you defend somebody who really not 100% in your corner? She's still thinking about uh, Tupac, and she's doing her own thing. And it's, that's just where I'm confused at. I'm confused at. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it personally. I really couldn't. That being said, following the slap, the next day he did... Um, apologized. Well, he apologized during his speech um, for the Oscar for King Richard. But he apologized to Chris Rock as well as the Academy Awards for um, on Facebook and social media through a social media post um, saying that he was apologizing to Chris Rock and all that. Now, keep in mind, for us black folks, this was a first black produced um, Oscars and all black crew. And this happened. In my opinion, they're not going to let us do this shit again. 
because Will Smith and his slap took over the whole program, everything. Took over the whole, everything. And they asked Will Smith to leave after the slap, but he refused. Okay? He refused. Then, not only that, Netflix has paused, put a hold on Will Smith's movie. I guess everything blows over. The he has a project coming out called uh, Fast and Loose. They put up, they shelved it for now because of everything going on. He resigned, or we, yeah, he resigns from the academy. So I, so I didn't know you had to have a membership to, for the Academy Awards. So he resigned his membership to the Academy Awards, and um, yeah, Chris Rock, uh, Chris Rock, his tickets uh, prices spiked after that. Ticket prices spiked after that. That's part of the reason why I think he didn't retaliate too. Is because that very same week he was going on tour, or and um, he was going um, back on stage to do a stand up. His tickets was going for um, forty seven dollars each. Now it's five hundred and eighty dollars. $81. And uh, now the cheapest ticket is $411. So he had a pretty huge increase as far as ticket sales and prices after the slap. So in a way, he helped Chris Rock. But if it was me, I thought for sure Chris Rock was going to press charges because I would have did it. I would have did it the classic way. I would have hit him where it really hurts, that pocket. I but he didn't press charges. And they're saying that they still can go after Will Smith for um, for the state can really go after Will Smith. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think um, the Academy Award or the Oscars, they're going to uh, do disciplinary action um, for Will Smith, even though Chris Rock didn't want to press charges. Um, Jim Carrey even came out and was like, hey, if I was Chris... I'll go ahead and sue him for two hundred mil, which I definitely will, because that, like he's like Jim Carrey said, that video is gonna forever be there, for real. And I, I will, uh, but you know, um, more and more will come out, and I'm pretty sure everybody will be following. But you know, I had to touch upon this. Um, yeah, that's my opinion, guys. Bruce Willis he retires from acting. Because of a diagnosis, he has aphasia, aphasia, and um, aphasia. Um, he's sixty-seven retiring, so he's still got a lot of years left. But aphasia, what aphasia is, I had to look this up for you guys. It's a language disorder caused by damaging a specific area of the brain that controls language expressions and comprehensions. So. Acting, pretty much. Everything he needs for acting, facial expressions, body language, his speaking, um, a language disorder, and comprehending, actually comprehending things. That is what's affecting him. And for that reason, he has to retire because he needs all of that in order to, all of that and more in order to act. So, therefore... Excuse me. He will be retiring from acting, and it's sad to see this happen, especially in this type of way. 
because we all know Bruce Willis is a phenomenal actor. So um, um, prayers to all parties involved. Um, but yes, Bruce Willis has retired, and I, I've started to see that a lot more networks, TV networks, are trying to play some of his movies a little bit more now, just you know, to pay homage to him. Um, but yeah, he's retiring because of his diagnosis. His diagnosis, uh, aphasia. A, if you want to look it up, it's A P H A S I A, aphasia. Okay. Dune. I finally watched this movie um, because I kept seeing it on uh, HBO Max, and I'm like, eh, you know, just kept delaying it. And then my wife and I was like, uh, I want to watch it. I said, shoot, me too. I want to watch the movie too. So we finally sat down and watched it. Dune came out in 2021. IMDb gave it an 8.1 out of 10. Um, this came out in October 2021, so not too long ago, six, seven months. Nope. Longer than that. Yeah, longer than that. So, um, is it longer than that? I don't know. It don't matter. Anyway, IMDb gave it 8.1. This movie is a whole two hours and 35 minutes long and PG-13. In my opinion, I wouldn't have rated this movie so high. In my opinion. Because really, this movie was a complete foundation of what I'm assuming is going to be a part two to Dune. A Dune um, part two or something like that. And for them to have a two-hour movie and it's all, all it's doing is laying out foundation is bothersome to me. Because two hours, a two-hour movie, you can't get everything. If you can't get the foundation within that first hour and a half, it's like, what the hell are you doing? Okay. To me, the music was annoying. They was having a whole bunch of unnecessary filming where the dude is staring off in the sand, staring off in the water, in the lake, in the distance with the music playing in the background, walking and the music playing in the background. It's like, come on now. That's, but that's just me. Again, it's just me. Zendaya, she was showed plenty of times in The Man Dreams, but to actually, actually seeing her act... It was all of maybe the last 15, 20 minutes of the movie where she was actually in and you actually get to see her act and instead of having to, I guess, see her in his dreams, through his dreams, okay? That's what it was. Um, I give it, because the movie was it was good, but I feel like it was unnecessary, an unnecessary two hour, 35 minutes for people to just set the foundation and the backstory of the damn movie. So I gave it a six and a half verified check marks, possibly seven, depending on who you are. But right now, this is a six and a half. Um, it did keep my attention, but it's just like it wasn't much action in there. At least it, it was something in there, but it wasn't a lot. You could see he had powers, but they're still trying to... Um, they're still trying to um, get him to develop his powers and everything. And it's just like, it's a lot that's going on. Along with they're trying to give him some character development, but the character, develop, character development is not happening that quick. So six and a half verified check marks for me. 
it's decent. Some people may have a different opinion. IMDb get, did give it an 8.1. But for me, I feel like it was an unnecessary long-ass movie for just the foundation. And for me, I feel like after I watched this two-hour and 35 minutes movie, you you guys better come out with a part two to where I can really see some shit that's going on and see like some action and, you know what I'm saying, something good because you're killing off people in the show, killing off people in the show, and you still haven't, in my opinion, haven't got to the meat and potatoes. You're still on the appetizer. That's just my opinion. I, I just, you can watch it now on HBO Max if you have a subscription. Um, premium subscription for Hulu, so that means you pretty much got to get HBO Max. Um, you can watch it on Apple TV and Vudu, Amazon Prime for $10 or $9.99, YouTube TV, no, I'm sorry, YouTube for $19.99, and it's not available on YouTube TV. You can watch it on Google Play Movie for $19.99. Again, it was okay to me. I feel like it was very unnecessary, this long-ass backstory and foundation of the of the movie. Um, so, And I feel like they're still not finished because you don't know who his mother's people are and what they do, what their job is, where they kind of go, they kind of touch on it as far as manipulating politicians and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it, it's, to me, you just got to see it. I feel like for two hours and 35 minutes, you didn't give me enough. You didn't give me enough. I wasn't satisfied. It was just like, oh, okay. Even my wife was like, that's it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. High School DXD. Don't judge me now. Don't judge me. Now, I'd say I was I was telling myself I wanted to broaden my horizon as far as um, anime. And that's what I decided to do. I wanted to broaden my horizon. And um, I kept coming across... Because all I watch is, you know, science fiction... Fighting, it had to be some type of, type of comeback in, in the um, anime. So I said, let me try this. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, well, I was like, well, it's a whole lot of titties and ass in here. And a pervert main character, pervy main character. I thought pervy Sage from Naruto was bad, but he ain't got nothing on this guy, on this high school student. So... Right now, it is free on Funimation. Um, Hulu, they have it on Hulu as well, and dubbed. IMDb gave it a uh, 7.8 out of 10. Um, they got it on, I'm watching it on Crunchyroll, and they have it on there, it's dubbed too. Now, to, be, uh, to start off with, I was like, okay, you know, um, just a whole bunch of demons and titties. That's, they focus on... Any chance they get, any chance the producers or the writers get to show a little ass or show a crotch shot for women or short boobs or something like that or rip the character's clothes off, trust me, they're doing it. They are doing it. And um, IMDb gave, let me give it a rating. IMDb gave it a 7.8. Right now, I give it a 7 verified check marks. And for the simple fact was, Okay, I see what they're doing, right? I see what they're doing. You have to be 18 and older. They're going to ask you um, to be mature for Crunchyroll 
to watch this. You have to be 18 and older. So, again, I see what they was doing. They got the titties and everything going on. I don't necessarily think that it's a hentai. It's not because they don't have any sex in it at all. They don't have any intercourse in it. They don't have no fucking at all. So, they call it action fiction. Action fiction. So, um, no sex in it at all. But, as I got closer to... As I finish season one, because I'm already done with season one, you see that there's actually a story behind it. There's a... It's, it's great dialogue behind it. And the story is great, in my opinion. The story is great. Um, and... It's like a, to me, like a kind of romance. And I like how they have, like, it's like house versus house, pretty much. And they're trying to re- preserve um, their, I guess, their species, I guess you could call it. Um, their species of demon. And they're trying to marry people off. It's like a romance story. Excuse me. And I like it. I like the, I like the uh, plot. Yeah, they have all these other stuff showing, but it's like it's a cartoon. How much, you know, it's a damn cartoon. It's an anime, not a cartoon. It's an anime, so what am I getting out of it? You see what I'm saying? But at the same time, they really have a background story. They have a good dialogue. They have great plot. I I mean, I like it so far. I haven't started season two. Um, This is something, of course, I got to watch on on my own, or if my wife want to watch it too, but... It's something I got to watch on my own because if not, definitely go get judged. Just saying. But anyway, I like it. I like the, I like um, High School DXC. I keep seeing things about it on TikTok and everything. So I said, let me go ahead and give it a, try, a shot. And it's not a bad anime. Again, seven verified check marks for the, um, uh, as far as everything together. Um, next, Vacation Friends came out 2021 on Hulu. Um, I believe we gave it a 6.3 out of 10. This is one of the movies I had saved as far as my, um, and my, my watch list. And I just never came about it, came around it. Cause it's, I'd never seen, I never got that inkling or that, that wanting to watch it. So I was looking for something to watch and I said, yeah, let me go ahead and give it a shot. Um, again, IMDb gave it a 6.3 out of 10. Um, it's an hour and 43 minutes long. It's rated R. I'm trying to see how is it rated R. I guess because of drugs. And, um, oh yeah, they did show John Cena's ass in there. Um, I guess that's it. Uh, whatever. Anyway, um, this movie was predictable. It was very, very predictable. And... That's why I'm going to give it a rating of um, five and a half, maybe six verified check marks. It was very predictable. It was a decent movie. Um, it's it's one of those movies that you just like. I seen this. I seen this plot before. I've seen it before. You know what I'm saying? So it's just pretty much that overbearing couple that is another couple meets that um, completely opposite. Have a fun partying, doing shit that normal people wouldn't do as far as like drugs, cocaine, and all that stuff, mushrooms, and all that stuff. 
partying, blowing their money on vacation and all that stuff. And they are just overbearing to where the point the other couple doesn't want anything to do with them anymore, so they just ghost them. And then they come to realize that, oh, they was helping me out along, and I do really love these guys, and they, and I, lo- I like they made us better, and they made our life better, et cetera, et cetera. That's pretty much the plot, and it's very predictable. You have uh, Lorel, um, Lil Rail, who plays stars in it, Yvonne Or, I don't even know how to say your name, Orjai or something like that. John Cena is in it. Meredith Hanger is in it. Keen Batch is in it. Um, Robert Will, uh, Wisdom, Ice Cube apparently was in it, which I don't see how, unless I miss that. Um, but yeah, it's a predictable plot. Uh, again, five and a half, maybe six verified check marks. It's okay. If you need something to watch, this is one of them. Rated R, hour forty three minutes long. If you need something to fall asleep on. This is this also can be uh, one of them. Um, hour and forty three minutes long again. Rated R twenty twenty came out twenty twenty one. It's on Hulu right now. Let me see if you can watch it anyplace else. No, that means it's a Hulu original. Hulu original. All right. It's called Vacation Friends. And to me, I'm not a big fan of Lil Rel. He Lil Rel, if you you didn't know, he plays the security guard on. Um, Free Guy, the bank security, on uh, in the movie Free Guy with alongside Ryan Reynolds, he also plays the main character of Uncle Drew, the basketball movie. He also plays in um, the best friend of um, Get Out, the main character of Get Out. Um, so he's he's been in quite a few movies. But to me, he's he's not. I'm not that big of a fan of me. He's not that funny to me. Not that funny to me. Next, Moon Knight, episode one premiered. I want to say when did the premiere? I don't even have it on here. I want to say the thirtieth or thirty first. Moon Knight. It's a Disney Plus original. I watched episode one. And my opinion, I feel like they didn't give me enough for in episode one. For 47 minutes, right? This movie was 40, this episode was 47 minutes long. And I feel like they still failed to capture me completely. Or they waited um, to give a, and they waited a little to the end of the uh, episode to give a little glimpse at what was going on, uh, who he is. And I feel like. Nah, it, it it felt like it was like okay, dragging along, and I don't know. It just didn't feel like oh, okay. I really want to keep watching. It felt like I'm watching it just to watch it, not watching it because I want to watch it. You see what I'm saying? If that makes sense. But they didn't do enough to capture capture me um, in the episode. It was decent. Because you got to see, it, I guess he was passing out and stuff like that. But it still was like, it, uh, it was mad to me. It's like, okay. It, it wasn't enough. It wasn't a good first episode, in my opinion. It really wasn't. So I'm hoping the next ones um, that's coming out in the future, these next few weeks, are a lot better. But to me, mm, 
I don't like. I, I didn't like the first episode. You got a good glimpse of what the villain does. Um, a little bit of the background, but again, I don't feel. I feel like they didn't do enough to capture me in the first episode in all forty-seven minutes. It was just like okay, all right. That's just me. Again, Moon Knight on only on Disney Plus. Um, episode one is out now, so check it out. I haven't been watching much um, or many episodes, but that's because I have started watching Harry Potter again. I started from the beginning. Right now, I'm on the fourth movie. Uh, well, I got to watch the fourth movie, which is The Goblet of Fire. Now, so far, out of the first three that I've watched, I like Chamber of Secrets and Prisoner of Azkaban. Chamber of Secrets go first. Prisoner of Azkaban was pretty damn good, too. Um, but yes, that's what I like. Um, and now I got to find a way. I'll probably start four. And now that I'm watching it as I'm older, I'm actually grasping it and, you know, paying attention. Because before, when I was a teenager, I wasn't paying attention to the damn Harry Potter movies. I just knew this was a thing that, that everybody was watching. And it was like, oh, did you watch it? Nah, I ain't watch it. So I just watched it just to be, like, cool. But now that I'm actually focused and watching it for real, for real, I never knew all these movies was two hours and 30, 30 minutes long. You know what I'm saying? I did not realize we were sitting down as kids watching two-hour movie, uh, long movies. But it's it's been a great journey so far. So... Now I got to start um, Goblet of Fire, then work my way, uh, continue to work my way up um, to the end. But I'm loving it so far. It's like rediscovering Harry Potter for the first time because it's a lot of, a few things that we forget happen. Um, of course, some things come back, but now I'm, when you're actually paying attention, you're following along and figuring shit out. Um, unlike when, you know, I was younger middle school or whatever. I really didn't give a damn about it. But, yeah. And I'm watching it on HBO Max. Apparently, they have it on Peacock and Fubo TV. At least it's um, Goblet of Fire. And, um... But you have to have a subscription, of course. But HBO Max, they have all the Harry Potter movies. Every last one. So, yeah. That's why... I haven't been watching much. At the end, of course, I get my my thoughts, but you already know Harry Potter is fire. Attack on Titan final season is getting a th- uh, part three. It's getting a third part, but it's not coming out until 2023. Okay? Um, I have not been watching Attack on Titan. I probably need to get on that. I have not been watching Attack on Titan. Now, Attack on Titan to me is good. It's a decent anime. It's respectable. And I see how I see why people like this anime. I see why. But for me, it's like, yeah, I watch it, but I'm not gonna be like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta, oh, Attack on Titan episode is on. I gotta go watch that. You know, it's not a sense of urgency urgency to me when it comes to Attack on Titan. That's why I have to binge watch it. If I binge watch it and then I'm like, okay, I'm following along. I'm good. I'm good. But as far as waiting from episode to episode, nah, I don't see Attack on Titan as this type of anime for me. Um, so therefore, I think 
they're done with this season so far. So I'll probably go ahead and binge watch it again. But yeah, I'm not in a rush. Attack on Titan is good, but I'm not in a rush. They have great dialogue. They have a great story, a fantastic story. But this is something you have to really pay attention to as far as anime. But I like it. I like it, but it's not like my top five anime. Just saying. Don't 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 hate me. But yes, part three. They're getting a part three that's coming out in 2023. Okay? For the Attack on Titan fans. The Four Six Ranch, I told you guys, I believe I told you guys last part, was sold for a undisclosed amount. And it came out that the Yellowstone creator, who also filmed a scene on uh, the uh, Four Sixes Ranch, was a part of the group that purchased the ranch. This is 236 acres of land. I'm sorry, let me correct myself. 236,000 acres of land. And... Um, yeah, the listed price of $345 million. So, the creator of the show, Taylor Sheridan, who also plays, um, uh, who also has a part in the show, which he's the, the, sh- the short guy, I guess you could call him short. He's the guy who um, slides his horse. He's a cowboy, slides his horse. And then when, um, damn, what's his name? What's his name? Let me look it up real quick. He he also dropped off, um, I want to say Jesse, to um, the Four Sixes Ranch as punishment. So he was there to drop him off. And um, he also... Took him on tour with him to um, help get money for um, the Yellowstone Ranch for uh, for the Dutton for John Dutton. So they were together. They were together. Um, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, not Jesse, Jimmy. He took Jimmy there. His name, his character name is Travis, Travis Wheatley. That's that's the producer. I mean, the creator of the show. Okay, he was a part of um, a group who purchased the Four Six Ranches, the Four Sixes Ranch in Texas. Um, the, the, the amount that they pay for it is still undisclosed. Or maybe it is. The Four Six Ranches of, or Six 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 Ranch, Six 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 Ranch was sold in January for $192.2 million in a group that includes the Yellowstone. Oh, so they cut the price because it was listed at three hundred something. This included four six ranches in I don't know, Guthrie, which consists of around one hundred forty two thousand acres, as well as Dixon Creek Ranch in Carson. Okay, so they bought it, but they got a major discount for it. They got a major discount. They cut that down in almost half. They paid $192 million instead of the 300 something million that I've seen that it was listed for. That is probably the reason why they um, didn't disclose the amount. But they brought it for $192 million, so they got over 200 something thousand acres of uh, land. 
but Taylor uh, Sheridan, who is the, like I said, who's the creator of Yellowstone, which is a fantastic freaking show if you have not watched it, as um, he led the group in purchasing the ranch. So kudos to him. Sydney Sweeney. She plays in the show Euphoria. Sydney Sweeney plays in the show Euphoria. And she will be playing um, Madam Webb. She will be joining the cast to play Madam Webb um, MCU, I believe. Marvel Comics, yeah. She's going to be doing a Spider-Man. It's going to be a, a Spider-Man spinoff. So she's going to be doing that. And I guess she's going to be having her own show. She's going to be playing Madam Webb. She's been casted. So, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I think she will be decent at it. We will see. We will see. Um, next, Norma Reedus. Everybody knows him as Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead. Daryl Dixon. Norma Reedus, he has been continuing the rumors um, and fueling the rumors for Ghost Rider. As you all know, he already rides motorcycles on the regular. He loves motorcycles. He even had a show that involved motorcycles. I forget. I don't know if it's still going on. But they used to, um, they used to air after The Walking Dead, I believe. So now he's fueling the rumors because he wants to be the next Ghost Rider. And honestly, I can see it happening. I can see it happening. Um, especially if they go a different route as far as go, uh, Ghost Rider goes. They don't need to go the same route that they went with when Nicolas Cage was Ghost Rider. But if they go a completely different route, different story, different plot um, with Ghost Rider, then Norman Reedus, I feel like he can really do it. I, I, really, I really do feel like he can do it. Um, so, yeah, he's trying to get that part, and um, I'm hoping he get it just to see. I have not been able to watch freaking Jujutsu Kaisen Zero in theaters because all my friends are flaking. Not only that, some of my friends, they're unable to... Their schedule, our schedules are, are just crazy. So now I feel like I'm going to have to go on my own. And I keep hearing people say that it's a really good movie. I'm going to have to go on my own. Or... Uh, Probably take my wife, even though she hasn't watched season one yet. Um, but that's what I feel like I'm going to have to do. I think I'm going to have to go on my own and watch it one day because I keep hearing good things about it, and I want to watch it. I really want to watch it. So I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it, I'm trying to get back in the movie theaters. But like I told you, I work seven days a week, and the times that I do have off, I spend most of the time with my family. But, yeah, I do want to watch you, Jason Kaiser. I'm going to try to make an effort as soon as I can, hopefully before it leaves theaters. But they only have a certain amount of times in my area for dub. They probably only have, like, two showings for dub a day. And maybe, like, um, they have it sub, too, which who wants to go to the movie theaters and watch something sub? Now, if I'm by myself in my long time or whatever, I'll watch something sub because I'm focused. But I want to watch a dub for the most part, especially Definitely, definitely. Not knocking those who watch this up, but I'm just saying. But yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. 
I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week, and I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.